It's courageous when you decide you want to do something with your money. Money comes and goes out our hands. That's not your last dollar. I don't care what you believe. You're going to get another dollar. But it takes courage and gumption to go, I don't know what to do when I get it. I want to expand it. Let me go look for wisdom. Let me go get some help. Six years ago, my wife took nothing but an ideal and faith and turned it into a multi-million dollar business with multiple streams of income. As a woman possessed, she overcame all obstacles and created multiple streams of wealth that has impacted our family for generations to come. From mental health professional, to therapist, to author, to CEO, she is a constant reminder of the grace of God over her life. Get ready to listen to and take notes from Stanel, the money therapist, as she schools you on money, entrepreneurship, and life skills that was not taught. No more excuses. Wake up! Thank you for that introduction, husband. Welcome back to No More Excuses, Wake Up, where we talk about money, entrepreneurship, and life skills that was not taught. I am your host, Stanel Myers, also known as Stanel, the money therapist. This week, we are discussing money, 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 money. And our host is Shonda DeShield. Shonda is an online money coach that helps coaches gain clarity and bridge the gap between business and personal finances while reducing the effects of financial hardship with a money coach. Break bad habits, make money, save money, and grow money with a plan. Shonda resides in New Jersey with her husband and two children. She has a background in franchise management, mortgage, and real estate. Shonda overcame losing it all after her first marriage and a bankruptcy from the 2008 housing crash. She has a passion to help online service-based coaches teaching their business is their retirement plan. Her motto, just because you are self-employed does not mean you should go without health, disability, and life insurance. From this episode, you will learn Shonda branched out on her own last year and started an online coaching business. Shonda only works with online service-based entrepreneurs. She teaches her clients about the fundamentals of revenue that is coming in and show them how to pay them from their budget. She also teaches not to funnel money out of her client's personal business and learn to separate the personal finances from their business finances. She also helps people get into the habit and fine tune their managing their money and organizing their bookkeeping in preparation for taxes. Shonda also teaches the fundamentals to clients according to their needs of their business to focus on emergency savings, medical, and a business financial lifestyle. Shonda further explains there is a comfort of having a line of credit to guard your business. She continues to state there is also a difference of having a side hustle and a business. Hi, Shonda. How are you? Hi. Thank you for having me. Yes, I am so glad that you're on the show. You are from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Are you from Cherry Hill, New Jersey, or is your work done in Cherry Hill, New Jersey? The work is done. I'm originally from Philly. Yeah, I'm from Philadelphia. I went to Kappa. Okay. All right. So I'm from Camden. So we live right down the street from each other. Yes. The reason why I reached out to you is because we have so much in common. You help money coaches. I 
basically help money coaches. I help with personal financial. You help people finally gain clarity and you help them bridge the gap between business and personal finances. Could you really go into exactly what you do to help people with their finances? Well, thank you. Yes, I help them with the business and personal and we bridge it together. We basically find, we make sure that you have revenue coming in and we take that revenue and we pay you a salary from that revenue on paper. We make sure that you have an operational budget. You have a personal lifestyle budget. We sit down and go over the numbers. We really fine tune comb it so that you can actually lead the life you like to have while leading your business. When I tell you, we are almost Siamese twins. Tell me, how did you start this? As you said, you specifically only help people that have their businesses? Yes. Okay. People that have an online business or a service-based business per se, because I didn't want to go into products. Products is a whole nother concern with regard to money management. I wanted to keep it simple. How did you start this? Where did this derive from? The, the basic foundation of this was just me. I've been in and out of business online for, for many years. And what I realized is that I needed to structure both. I made the mistake of getting in with just my personal budget mm. and funneling all kinds of money out of my budget to run my business. Yes. Say that again, Shonda. Say that's so important. Say that again, please. I funneled so much of my own private personal money into my business. I didn't account for it properly up front. Yes. And, and we need that. Okay. So then what made you say, hey, I'm going to start helping people that are starting a business. I'm going to help them with their finances in the ways of not going so much through your personal. So where, where did that click from? It, it started from you, but, but how did you say, I'm going to strategically plan this online business? Go into the accountant. When it came time to go to the accountant and I was scrapping around trying to pull every receipt a year back. Wow. And I had multiple credit cards back then. Now I only have two, one for business, one for private. Back then I had multiple and I was just kind of free flowing it. And that's very difficult to manage a business, to even find a profit when you're doing that. Hmm. Okay. What year did you start your business? Well, this business just started. My business is it's like, it's a baby. It's a real baby. I want to say it's like a year old now. It's, it's in the infancy stages. Prior to this, I had other type of online business. This is my first go at it for the financial side. And the reason I went into this is because of my background. I've always been the leading manager at whatever company I work for. And I've always had to run the books and close out the day and look over the number and make sure our cash allocations were, were on point. It's something I do. I want to say sweatless victory. That's like my term because I've been reared to do it. Mm, and, um, I like that. I've had an eye for finding those things that maybe somebody else might overlook. I won't overlook in the way that you would. It's not to be derogatory. It's just that I've been really good at doing the numbers for nonprofit organizations and profit organizations. No, don't be ashamed. If you're good at something that God gives you and you're good at it. So that's good. So you said, I'm going to take what I've been doing, what I'm skilled at, and I'm going to tailor it to work for me so it can help others the way I see fit to help other people. Coming from an inner city was helpful because 
that's where my heart is at with it. I'm able to do it passionately because I really want results for the people that I work with. Wow. I like that. This is a baby. Mm -hmm. It's online. Okay. So you have someone that has a a specific service. What type of services do you help them with? So far, I've had people who built websites. They may be an assistant for someone online. I've even had people who do workout exercise type products. They're coming to me. I don't have to fine tune any of their things because everything is online. Everything they're doing is digital. So as long as all they're selling are digital products and not a physical commodity, it's so easy to pull the data from that. So that's what, that's what I consider like service-based. Why you don't do products? Explain that. I don't do products because most people that do products do so many products. And to me, that's a whole nother arena to teach that person outline each product. With your product-based businesses, they're bringing in new products. It could be monthly. It could be like, okay, we tried this for a week. Okay, we're pushing that to the side. And we will have to cancel out a lot of items. So I don't want to be that intricate in in the books. I really want to help people with more so mindset. With a service-based product, it's easy for me to go ahead and download this information, itemize it, categorize it, make sure everything is smooth, and really work on the habit. Really work on getting Mm. the person fine-tuned with why we want to manage our money, how we want to have regularly set up dates with our money, and just get into the habit of that. Being able to take a nice packet to our tax professional for services once a year, or however that person needs. Most of the people I work only need it once a year because mm-hmm. we're service-based, very simple and streamlined. You help them and they come to you with a service and they say, Shonda, I need help. I need help. I have stuff all over the place. I need you to organize my books, help me with this. How do you help them also grow, not grow as far as their finances in a way that they can still list. One of the the big things we do is like a questionnaire up so we can see where they are at, not just in in paper, but also mentally. Where are you? You're coming. So you really want help. And I need to know, is the money all commingled? Do we have separate accounts? How many services are you selling? Most of the people I work with are, are coaches. So they may have just three levels, you know, a mastermind, a coaching product, a freebie type one-off thing that they've added on to. So they don't have a lot that they're selling. We're really going to go into breaking those things up. That's it. It's, it's a real simple thing. It's a mindset where you are, and it's a gathering of your business. It's more so acts. They're gonna, that is where I see a big portion of their money. Most of them have their equipment already. So the equipment is there. They may add something here and there, but it's a lot of app services that they're paying for. And those services start to add up. Give me a scenario of basically a plan to to help the listeners that need your services and and they come to you because you said you help them, you you find the money. I guess you look and see where they're spending this money and how do you help them? And you also say you help them grow their money. How do you help them grow their money? And if you're helping them grow their money, are you going a step further as a business, as them being a business owner? Do they invest their money? What are they doing with this money once you find it? If they invest their money, it's definitely on the table. But first we look at where you are, what you actually have to work with. Are you in debt? Are you not in debt? 
we really got to look at the full picture. It's so hard to just be like, everybody's financial standing is going to be different. So it's going to be customized. I do have a five-point system that I follow, but for the most part, it's going to be, I'm going to stay in line in my five-point system, but tailoring it to where you are. Mm -hmm. Do you already have business banking set up? What are you tracking so far? Are you even tracking? These are like the basic fundamentals before we go into, you need to be investing. Or, you know, some people may already started some investments. So then we'll be deciding, are we going to put a percentage base based on every sale towards your investment? Or are we just going to say solid? This is where we are. I do think that if you are as coming to me as a service-based entrepreneur and every month your income is a little bit different, we are going to do a percentage method and we're going to break out. We're going to make sure we have money for retirement put to the side. Yes. Money put to the side for an emergency savings. Emergency savings is a heart of mine because a lot of us business owners, we don't have emergency savings. We don't even think about it, which leads to credit card debt. I believe you need to be the bank of Shonda or the bank of Jill. Say it, girl. Are, Say it, Shonda. Tell them. By, by building up that savings. So I'm going to look at your, what you're pricing your product. That's big right there because a lot of us are underpriced. And so we got to look at what you price your service for. And then we, we kind of work backwards. Let's take out the taxes. Let's take out all of your apps take out your fees. And now this is what you're left with. Does this look- That's your bottom line. Yeah. Right, this is your bottom line. Is this, mm-hmm. can we live off of this being so right now? I'm really concerned about getting you your emergency savings, getting you a retirement plan that you're saving for, making sure, you, you know, do you have medical coverage? And if you don't, that's, that's a thing that we need to address. Like, how are we going to get that taken care of? So before I look at someone and say, you need to be investing- I really want to make sure they have a way that they're going to be able to get medical. Is it going to be from a spouse, a friend? We need to get a lifestyle set up. Investing is the way. It's the ultimate. But there are fundamentals that we need before we get there. I love it. Investing is the way, but there are fundamentals. Let me tell you, you are speaking my language in my life because you're talking about operating, you're talking about revenue, and you're talking about what's left over. That emergency fund is so important because with my businesses, I have a 501c3, a nonprofit, and I have a for-profit. And with that nonprofit, well, I have a couple nonprofits, but I'm talking about specifically for this one. With that nonprofit, when it's a grant. When the, those funds are requested for that grant, sometimes that money does not come in on time in order to meet payroll. I have to be able to have something else, which is that emergency fund. Then we can also talk about business credit as well. But I always tell people that emergency fund, that emergency fund has saved my nonprofit after school program. I will borrow from the for-profit. I will have to write on my check so my accountant can understand what am I doing. Literally say... Joy Making a Difference is borrowing for payroll. I date the payroll. They're borrowing from a second touch to pay for Joy Making a Difference. A second touch has has funded Joy so many times when things happen, when you're dealing with getting money from another service because that money only comes in once a month, but your, your staff still have to get paid. That emergency fund is so important. Can you really share about what, what are the fundamentals that you teach 
when it comes to that specific saving for the emergency fund for the business? Well, I know that traditionally in this arena, we like to look at the three months or six months. I'm more a six months to 12 month type of person. I may be more long-term with wanting you to have a very hefty savings because personal experience, many a days I had to bail myself out. Or like you said, there's something that you're planning on that's held up and I've been able to front myself in those areas that save the day from fees, And like you said, if you already have a staff, you need to pay them. They are counting on you to take care of their households. So that's another moral code. You need to make sure you're taking care of your family, but you're taking care of multiple families. Do you really want to borrow? And and I'm not you. There is a room for borrowing money. You never see me on my page say, don't borrow be stickler. No, there's a room for as business owners to have that. I keep a line of credit myself. I haven't had to touch it, praise them, but I like having the, the comfort of the insurance methods from it. I, I used to have on my page, and, I, and I'll throw this out all the time, guard your business. And that's what mm-hmm. I meant. Always having a backup method, mm-hmm. right? Because you want to live your life, but you need a backup method for all of the things you just stated. Whenever right. you get government money, there is a lag. So, you know. That's right. Now, do you, mm-hmm. do you help them? Do you talk about business credit? I definitely go into business credit to see if they have it, if they're open to getting it. Cause I really, do they even know about getting it? Do they right. know about starting off with some of these smaller uh, companies that you can go and do trade lines with? Yes. Go deep into that. Cause that's not my whole thing, but we got to get into it because that's the whole purpose of bridging is giving them that background And are you finding that people that are coming to you, they don't know much about business credit? They don't. They don't know. I'm still trying to build myself up where I can put my car on my business credit. I think those are great things. And that's a place to be. I'm aspiring there with them. The goal is that we're already making these payments on these things. Let's turn them on over to our business and take that weight right on off of our personal books. That's a whole nother thing. Let me tell you. I'm just getting to start talking about business credit. That's one of the things that I've never talked about. I'm actually going to do a whole episode on business credit because I've had business credit since I want to say 2017, no, 20, I believe 2016. I had to go through, like you said, the trade lines and everything to build that up in order to get it. And when I got business credit, I got business credit at the same time for both of the companies, the nonprofit and the for-profit together. And crazy me, when I was going on this journey, I was up there cutting up everything. I cut up one of my my business credit card. The dumbest thing ever should have never done. I was like, I don't need no credit. You know me, I don't need no credit. I wish I would have never, ever, ever. So now I have to start over for that actual business. But when you just mentioned about the car, People don't know that you really can get a car off your business credit. And you got to wait for the episode for that girl. Okay. (laughs) You can literally, I I, literally, I see it on my phone. When I go through the business, I actually see it. And it says, do you want to apply for a car? And it's through, it's through your business because it's through your business, your business line. Right. You're already making the payment. If your credit score on your business side is good, yes, it can get to be so easy. But like you said, you educate people and that is the key right there, educating them. 
I like that. I can't wait for that episode to come out. I want to hear it. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to share it. I'm excited. You know why? Because you have so many, I, I think because the, the way this world is with social media and you have so many people, listen, these people out here, these millennials and these Gen X, they are making money. Yes, they yes. are smart and they are making money. However, I love what you're doing because there's not so many people that is teaching, although you have a business, you have an online business, what are you doing with the funds that are coming out? What is it? Do you know what an operating cost is? Do you know what that is? I have something that I teach a merchant account. I, I teach about, you know, I, I have I have certain things coming inside a, a merchant account. I only pay off my merchant account. I don't pay off my operating account. And the reason for me is because my account twice, somebody tried to come and take money out my account. So when everything's in that operating and you writing a check off of that operating account. Now, everybody got your main account number. I teach to write checks off of the merchant account. Okay. And I do a lot of different transfers. However, you're doing it. The fact is you're doing it and people are learning because they're coming in. They're like, okay, I have a company. Now I'm going to go to Starbucks and I'm going to go get some coffee. Mm. <laughs> you know what really? I mean? Yeah. Okay. I get a lot of people... True story. A lot of people, especially I'm seeing people, especially like, for instance, lawn services or people come and do my lawn and stuff and they get cash money. That cash money, the way I teach that cash money that go just went in your hand. Is that going to your wife or is that going you going to go get dinner or are you putting that cash in your business bank account? Because I didn't write you no check. You didn't say that you do Zemo on your business. So where is the book? Where is it flown? How can we report that that cash money, what what is it from? And so a lot of new or a lot of business owners, they just take cash and that cash is unrecorded. And that's a problem. You are schooling me. I haven't been to that side of it. I haven't had that yet to deal with because everything so far has been online. People services have been done online. But if you're working with, if with people that are taking cash and not, that is just like a dangerous slippery slope right there of not, a lot of non-reporting. Yeah. And you think you're doing a service by not showing a profit. And then you can't even get to have good business credit because you're not showing these profit margins. You're not showing you know, that money is coming in and going out. So that's yeah. to me the difference between the side hustle and the business, like where we want to be. You just took the words right out <laughs> my mouth. There is a difference between having a business and a side. You just took the words and it's really, people don't understand it. Then you're not reporting that. And so then we have, how are you going to buy a house? When it look like you don't have no income? You right. know, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm really going off of experience when I was trying to get a vacation home. Matter of fact, I just did an episode on it where I, in my episode that I'll be dropping this week, I really show people how I purchased my home in Florida using a business bank statement. It really oh, went directly wow. off my business. No use, And that was by default. That was mm-hmm. by clearly default because I messed up on my taxes. <laughs> okay. But it can happen. It right. can happen. I truly believe I was blessed with that. I went through a lot. My interest rate is high as I don't know what. 
but I'm refinancing. I, I go to closing this week, but the point is, you know, I have a good accountant behind me that says, listen, you could do this. You can afford this. You can't, what I can and can't do. It can happen. A lot of people don't know that you can purchase a home off of your bank statements. If I give you cash of a thousand dollars and you're getting that like a couple times out of the month, you just got $5,000 cash. You're not reporting it. Now your income to the IRS, it looks like you have no money. Right. And so then when you want to physically go out and do things that you can't, you that you could afford to do, if you were doing it the right way, you can't do it. Even one deeper, a lot of the wealth that we see from other business owners, they brought up their business so much so that their personal, when they, if they had to ever declare bankruptcy on the business, it had nothing to do with their personal funds and their business kept going. So their bankruptcy won't, didn't hurt them like a personal bankruptcy. Not that I, I want anybody to have it, but when all your funds is tied up to your business, you don't you don't lose your 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 house if you set your business up straight straight away. I don't know if I'm if I'm getting it out right, but so you're talking you, about this the, the different different type of entities the way you set up your business. There's a different entity the way you set yes. up so that if ever you have to have financial hardship, you want home to be safe. Right. That's something also that I try to stress with them. Doing everything, like you're saying, with cash, but that's not setting up a good home structure. That's not even setting up a good business structure. Like that's like in the middle hustle. So we're we're I'm getting past that. Like that's anybody right. that works with me, we gotta get you to like really want a business, really want to separate the two, and really want to financially cover them, umbrella them. And I also what I wanted to say is Showing those bank statements, the, the higher and the more revenue, which is just revenue coming in, the more credit you will be able to hold on to. And wouldn't that be nice if you, let's say you had $100,000 worth of credit Girl. and you don't ever have to touch this that you're, you're building up. You know Girl. what I mean? Just operate off of that. Tell them, Shonda. I, 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 that's where I'm at. And I'm also, when you talked about just paying things out your merchant account, love it. And you should also be doing that on the private side. Everybody does it differently. My car and my car insurance comes out of one account. And I only would make it automatic by seeing it that way. So when I look, I can see it. Honestly, just, just happenstance. The last two months, I got an overdrawn fee on my account. The first month, I was so busy doing stuff. I was like, man, I must have messed up. All right, I'm not even going to sweat that. I got it. It happened again. I said, whoa, whoa, pull yourself together. So mm -hmm. I went and looked it over mm -hmm. and come to find out the bank changed their whole banking. And what they did, they weren't moving money the way we had aligned it. And of course, all the fees was dropped even from the month prior right, that I right. didn't get on. I saw it. Most people don't even see it. That's don't even right. know it's occurring. That's right. But I took it under the chin like, okay, I messed up. Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. But the next one I said, no, I'm not. I'm not that messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mess up like that. Let's look at it. And it was the bank. And I like that. So you got to be able to catch stuff like that. And it's yes. easier when your accounts are aligned. My accounts are aligned. So I know Girl, how to look fast. We are twins. You pay your car. I just did <laughs> an episode yesterday, literally, on how I purchase a car from my car account. How I have a car account. It's just strictly yes. says car account. And I purchased a car in a year and a half cash. I just did an episode. I'm dropping that this week. Like we, when I tell you we're twins, in my account that I pay my bills out of, mine's is called the bill account. Okay. <laughs> so okay. that's how I teach, you know, I, I teach them, hey, if you got $2,500, and that's what you got for the month, you don't 
go and give your electric company that account. Don't do no, that. Don't you do gotta that. transfer that money. We right. are talking. Oh my God. With you. Right. That's why I believe in having, well, me, you know, one business and one personal, because it's easy for me to line item that. It's easy for me to fine tune, comb it. And like you said, my biggest payment besides a house payment would be like that merchant account or that one credit card. Cause here's that thousand. And I see everything that, that went to it. It's not touching necessarily my personal stuff. I don't like that. You set it up where it's so simple. Yeah. And it's just too easy today with everything being automated, not to be able to yeah. streamline your funds. That's right. That's you know right. I mean? That reoccurring is everything. When I was able to get that car, because I knew my truck was going to end up breaking down one day. My truck is actually in it after sitting for all this long. It's in the shop because I'm still trying to keep my truck. But I knew your car is going to eventually break down. Right. It's just, it's, it's going to happen. So in the interim, don't say I'm going to go and get a new car and keep financing it because you mm. could take that money right there and you can plug that into your IRA. And when I tell you it's only $85 biweekly, I'm not even, I'm not lying to you. I did it for a year and a half and I saved $3,300. I love my car. I always talk about my 1997, my Lexus. I, listen, I, I heard about it. Girl. It's either white men or drug dealers. It's the truth. Trying to buy my Lexus on site. I love my Lexus, but it's just having that mindset. So I love the things that you're doing because you're teaching them. That's wonderful. I love it. So how do people, how do they reach you? I hang out on Instagram literally every day. I also have a YouTube page, which I need to really work on. And I'm on Facebook. You can always go to real, at Real Financial Guide, or I think it's on Facebook is The Real Financial Guide. I definitely can leave y'all the information. Shonda and, DeShield. And I'll also, I'll post your links in my show notes. Three things you want people to know about you. You're a money coach. You're a family woman with an online business. You want to guard your financial empire from the effect of financial hardship with a money plan of action. You need to have your operation business budget. You need to have your personal budget. You need to know what your cash flow analysis is. And this is where I'm at. I have a four-month coaching program where we don't just do all the numbers, which we just talked about, but we also do mindset. We also do accountability. And I have one month where I actually am available, but I don't necessarily schedule you in because I want you to implement at a way where you don't need me when the program is over. Raised in the inner city and going to inner city schools, it's one thing to learn. It's another thing to apply. And I, I want no one walking away from me feeling like, okay, now I'm by myself. What do I have to do? What did she say? I do take that third month and let you kind of free flow. And I will fix it for you if I need to on that fourth month. But I want you to go out and be able to contact me if if you really need. But I don't want to hold your hand so much so that you're not really picking it up or you're not really getting it until I'm proof on. It's a four-month coaching program because I really believe mindset is, is the thing. If you have not been working on your finances, your business, and your personal, you need some more hand-holding. And I'm just that person to do it. And you need somebody actually who's going to help you hold yourself accountable and teach you in a way that it's like, break it down for me. I need the A, the B, and the C. So that's the person I have geared my program to. And I actually am there in monthly phone calls, but I also am available at any time for them to reach out. And because I'm in an infancy 
stages of my business, I can give you that time and attention needed to really teach you what a budget is, what money management is, and do the whole gamut. I like to say I'm not really all in on financial freedom, and you don't hear me shouting that out. I really am on financial wellness because I need to make sure you looked at every single side of your money, what it's doing or where you want it to go. But your four-month coaching is for four months. Is it one-to-one? Is it online? Do you have an online teaching? Will you use a teaching service such as Teachable or or are you coaching them one-on-one? And if you are coaching them one-on-one, how often are you coaching? We're coaching two times a week. You're getting something from me. But we're having a phone call where we actually sit down and you could just talk it out. Because a lot of this is, like I said, mindset. Where are you thinking? Why did you do it? Why didn't you do it? What held you up? That we're doing bi-monthly. So two calls a month where it's just you, you and me. It's not a teachable course where I need you to go look at this video, come back to me. No, you get me. You get to ask me the questions. You get just me. So it's not Barbara and Sarah in there in your business. It's just us. And I think that's a great thing about where I am in this business and the services I can offer you. There's nothing that I won't tackle because I'm really good with money. And if I don't know it, then I need to know it. I will get the answer for you. So I like that one-on-one interaction. And Mm -hmm. I like you knowing that I'm not just trying to float you off to get the next check. Like I really Mm -hmm. want to, I want Mm -hmm. you to walk away having this. When I did Financial Peace University and what I learned is that helping people on one-on-one. That's how I launched Money Therapy Institute, my own, because when you're helping people one-on-one and I have my courses online through Teachable, but I know that when you're doing a one-on-one, you mentioned that it's so important. It's not about chasing that paycheck. It's about the quality more than the quantity when you're working with someone. I need to know that you get this. I like that you do that one-on-one and that you take your time doing that. We all have words of affirmation that empower us. What words of affirmation would you like to share with the listeners? You said, I will protect my empire from financial ruin. My habits create wealth. Yes. (laughs) Yes, girl. My habits, your everyday consistent. That's what it takes. That's what you need. And financial rule, who wants to be there? From a woman who's had multiple financial hardships and I I go over them on on, on my site, I want to save someone else from that day. Even though some things are not controllable, I want to stay open to knowing that I can take my own everyday habits and make a new way. I can always pick up the pieces. Never get left behind when you know how to do what you know how to do regularly and well. With that, we have no more excuses. It's time for us all to wake up. The nail got it going on, okay? This is the podcast of choice. And I'm so happy you decided to to invite me here. And I'm so happy. I'm just, I can't breathe right now because you were talking about that financial ruin. And I'm like, yes, girl, absolutely. There is no need, especially when there's so many avenues out here today and so many people such as yourself or such as myself that is helping. And I think it's good that you're out here, you utilizing something that you are good at, that God gave you the gift to be good at, but to go out and to create it as your own your own masterpiece. Yes. That's a blessing to others. Thank you. Shonda, you are out here doing this. And again, just let everybody know how they can reach you for your services. 
please go ahead, log on, find me on Instagram. Like that is like the hardship. Um, What's your Instagram handle? At, at Real Financial Guide. Real Financial Guide. And I put real because I like to keep it all the way real. That wasn't like his real money. It's just like, I like to keep it basic and real. And so before we go, I found something on your Instagram because you said you on Instagram a lot. It says, courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes it's silent emotion, moving with a beginner's mind and an expert of wisdom. And Mm. this came from you, Shonda. Yes. Speak it, girl. It's courageous when you decide you want to do something with your money. Money comes and goes out our hands. That's not your last dollar. I don't care what you believe. You're going to get another dollar. But it takes courage and gumption to go, I don't know what to do when I get it. I want to expand it. Let me go look for wisdom. Let me go get some help. That's what I was thinking when I wrote that. All right. We, oh, okay, girl. Don't get emotional on me. Wow. Wow. Let me just, okay, wait a second. Where the emotions coming from? I don't feel like enough of us are courageous enough to dig into our money. We like to pass the ball. We pass the baton. Get it to the account and let the bookkeeper handle it. Or we just don't look at it. We mm. want more of it, but we won't sit down to control what we bring in. And money is like faith. You only need a little bit to amass much. You just got to know what to do with it. Don't blow it. Don't let that next dollar be blown. We can really make a dollar out of 15 cents. And I want to show people how to do it. So it takes courage to have that inner wisdom. Say that one more time about that money in in the faith. You said money is like faith. Money money is like faith. You know, in the Bible, it talks about if you could just have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to that mountain, be thou removed and be cast in the sea. And if you don't doubt, you'll have it. And money is like that. You can start with 15 cents and make a dollar. And you can take a dollar and make a hundred. I want them to come with me if you got little and know that I'm going to show you how we're going to get more. We're going to look at your pricing. We're going to look at your budget. We're going to look at your household expenses. And it's one-to-one. So there's no shame. There's no judgment. We're ready to lay the slate clean. That's a wisdom thought right there. All right. Y'all done heard it. Shonda D. Shields. Shonda is teaching you about money, how to successfully in your business. She only works with people that have businesses that is a service. And she will show you, help you strategically plan, see your money and grow your money. I love it. All right, y'all, as I always say, No more excuses. Y'all better go out there and wake up. Tell them, Shonda. No more excuses. It's time to wake up with your girls to now. Hey, smart people. I have a three-month one-on-one personal or business coaching program. As you all know, I paid off $50,000 in debt in one year. I will teach you how I stayed out of debt using my burner method and personalized spreadsheet I created to fit my lifestyle and keep me on track. You will learn how to understand your money communication style using my financial treatment plan. Also, if you own a small business and you feel stuck with cash flow or feel disorganized, I teach business owners and self-employed entrepreneurs such as yourself to financially maximize your money, build wealth using your business income, and retire working on the business while your business continues to run, such as myself. You can book a call with me. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to No More Excuses, Wake Up. 
If you love the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or Spotify. To learn more about me and my different agencies and what I do, go to StanelleMyersEnterprises.com. While you're there, check out Money Therapy Institute and watch my video where you will see me doing a little acting, showing you how I fought and kicked down closed doors. You can also click on Stanella Money Therapist and get my free budget spreadsheet. And of course, you can email me at contact at StanellaMoneyTherapist.com. I'm also on social media on Facebook at Stanella Money Therapist and Instagram at Stanell the Money Therapist. No more excuses. Y'all know what y'all need to do. Wake up.